0: Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Back to Basics, Reconnecting to the Essence of You. Today is a special episode for me because I have known Byron and Mariah Eddington for a while now, and Byron has been a past guest on Back to Basics. But we're going to talk about them authoring a new project called Journey Well, You Are More Than Enough, which encompasses a book, a guidebook, and an online course developed to honor their mission to elevate other people. Hello, Byron and Mariah. How are you doing? Great! Thanks for having us here. Yeah, really. Thanks. Good to to see
1: you again, Matisha.
0: I'm so happy because Byron episode is by far one of the most popular episodes of Back to Basics. Your story is incredible. Yes. And I know that you are inspiring, you know, other projects about promoting women in aviation and other, I mean, meaningful, meaningful projects. And, and I know Mariah that, you know, through the uh, Beast Catalyst community and the writings and all the work you do, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. So I, I was so excited when I learned about this new project and this new book you have and, and that you said yes to share, share with us about the book. And uh, but I know that we had Byron on the show. So I want to give, you know, if maybe, Mariah, you can give us a little bit of your background, where you're from. And then maybe the two of you can intertwine a little bit of, you know, how you met and you have been married for how long now?
2: 22 years. Actually, we feel like it's forever.
1: It's
2: forever. We just felt like we knew each other when we met. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 22 years is a long time. So, so, so tell us, tell us a little bit about that back journey. Okay. Well, thank you again for having us on. And we do enjoy each other's company and have such a great relationship that we're fortunate in that way. And we know that through the pandemic, a lot of people's relationships have been challenged, not just with their own self, but with their community being gone, basically, and we came from retirement. We were retired in Columbia, South America, when the pandemic hit. And we realized my mom, who was then 89, was living alone and was very fearful of just like everyone was. You know, people were dying and they felt, oh no, overwhelmed. And Byron and I made a huge decision. <laughs> we decided to return to the United States and live in my mom's hometown and brought her into our home. And that's how Journey While You Are More Than Enough, Rediscover Your Passion, Purpose, and Love of Yourself and Life, the book happened. Is through the pandemic we started collaborating. And that's how Mm -hmm. good of a relationship we have. We're able to collaborate (laughs) on a book project. That's
1: right. It's not the easiest thing to, especially in some kind of an artistic endeavor like it, I, you know a painting or a stage play or a a writing uh, project or a or a coup mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, plotting a coup you know working <laughs> together is not easy it's 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 uh, there's a lot of opportunity for tension, a lot of a lot of shared thoughts about the project but we were able because partly because our background i was a commercial pilot of course and so my job description was lifting people up that's what I did <laughs>
0: yes yeah you
1: can confidently say that <laughs> And Mariah was an RN for 35 years and her job description pretty much was lifting people up and so we realized at one point that we're just going to end retirement we're just going to continue doing that because that's what uh, fulfills us and that's what we that's what gives us joy and fulfillment and so this book, even you know despite the 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 length of time it took to write it a lot more than we anticipated, quite frankly. But um the, the end product is beautiful and it, it will help a lot of people and we think it's timely, so we're very proud of it.
0: Mm. And it's so powerful. And one of the things that I admire in the two of you, it's that, as you said, you had successful careers, important careers, helping others. You move all over the world. And so many times I hear people only talking about when I retire, when I retire. This is something my dad, he's 87. He still works. He still goes to the office every day. I had never heard the word retirement coming out of his mouth. And that uh, he's so happy in, in in what he does. And I think that that's the goal, right? And so even if you stop doing what you were doing, you found something that where you can make a difference.
2: And I so admire that. Thank you. Yeah, it is something that's in all of us. We want to be able to be supportive of each other. And we want to be able to reach out. It's part of life, isn't it? It is. It is. And so, when when you came up with inter- in
0: terms of the book, and I know that both of you do a lot of introspection, and obviously you you communicate a lot, and and I work in the family business, so and I also work with my husband at some point, with my husband, with my dad, with my brother and sister, and sister in law. So all those dynamics, I totally relate, Byron. Where where, and I love how you said it, there's a lot of opportunity for tension, but there's also a lot of opportunity for growth. In, in that whole process. And so what a beautiful way to put a book, you know, and I love the name, Journey Well. So do you want to share a little bit of what you would consider aspects of things that help us to journey well?
1: Sure. I mean, I can just uh, enumerate a few of the items just from the table of contents. We talk about the ways to put our past behind us. And we consider, you know, sure, people make some pretty egregious errors in their lives. We're aware of that. And and it's not simplistic. We're not dismissing things out of hand, but we consider mistakes to be lessons. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has mistakes, things that they wish they had done differently. But we uh, we focus on the idea that they are lessons, and they have brought us where we are today. Another thing we really focus on is abundance, and the awareness of how abundant our lives already are. And it's it's too easy to default. Especially these days, to things in the world and things in our lives that are less than optimal, but we need to be aware of uh, that we're surrounded by abundance. We have more than enough. And there's that phrase again: <laughs> more than enough of anything and everything we need. If we become, if we become conscious of that,
0: hmm. that is very powerful. And yeah. uh, and I know that part of all you're doing. I was actually blessed to be part of one of Mariah's session also to help, you know, journey well. And so tell us a little bit because you're really creating a whole suite of things to help others. And I love that. So tell us a little bit. So you have the book, you
2: have the sessions, you have a podcast also or, or, or a- we we do LinkedIn lives. Well okay. what happened was when we were starting out on LinkedIn, so I when we came back to the US, I of course, you know the differences of cost of living in, in ca- countries, between countries, but Columbia, South America is 30% of what cost is in the U.S. So I felt kind of obligated. I was still young enough to be out there earning a living. And I so I went on to LinkedIn to look for a position and I obtained one from telehealth. And then as I thought... Letitia, I thought the pandemic was going to be winding down in the, in the fall towards the winter of 20. Mm-hmm. Oh, that well. was mm-hmm. <laughs> clearly wrong. But I went back out on LinkedIn and I started posting content. And people gravitated towards that simple message of journey well and that you are more than enough. Own your value. Elevate each other. Reach out and help others. And that was a thread that I carried through my posts. And people really believed in it. They wanted something more. They wanted to feel part of a community. They wanted to feel that sense of purpose. So in 21, that's when this started evolving. And since Byron has written other books, it was kind of a, just a shoe in for me to have a built-in editor and publisher in my house. Mm-hmm. And we had someone who asked us if we would consider writing a book to support other people. And so that is how it happened. And the Journey Well came from, that's how I signed my posts. And people would send that back to me. They'd say, Journey Well. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. and we went, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, people want to be able to journey well. Mm, It's a powerful title. I agree.
0: I love it. It is. And, and this is, a, did I read somewhere that I, at some point you were living in, in Hawaii and this is, because I, I'm a firm believer that these ideas, these purpose things that we are supposed to be doing, they show up earlier than when we believe. It's just sometimes we're not paying attention, we're busy, we're doing other things. But there, there are things that show up in our life, like this podcast, it was showing up not as a podcast, but as a, something like, oh, I love putting content out there that inspires other people. And and how am I gonna like almost like how am I gonna do that? That's kind of very hard. And then you know that was the origin of the podcast. And then when the things came up and the course that I took came up, I say I I recognize it right away. No, and so sometimes uh, that idea uh, I'm curious to see
2: how that started to pan out back there in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. It did. I just became part of the ocean in the Pacific Ocean. Just drew me in, and I recognized that there was a real connection, a very spiritual Hawaii is deep in the mana, is that what they say? There's a lot
1: of mana out there, a lot of spirit. Yeah, yeah.
2: And that just drew me in and I knew when we were leaving the island that I had been given a, a gift and a message. And there's been a couple times in our in our lives where we've tried to help other people in that way. Many, many years ago we were with a group that elevated couples and in the way that we have a relationship and they were kind of drawn to us and wanted to know, how does that work? How do you have such a good relationship? Mm -hmm. So there have been different times where we knew that we had a special energy between us and a connection that needed to be expanded on. And now during the pandemic, when everyone was shut in and we saw the need, that's that's pretty much when we decided. Oh, yeah, okay. Now I see. I see how this is all coming to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely a powerful combo because you, as a as a couple that has been together twenty two years, obviously are an inspiration to many, and and especially collaborating, doing things together. Obviously, there was a special energy from the beginning, but were you always, I'm curious, were, were you always so aligned in terms of the initiatives that each one of you wanted to work on or that's something that, as I would say, was there, but then that timing came in more like later than, or, or it's always been that perfect alignment in the initiatives you want to work on has been there? Yeah, well, that's an
1: interesting question. That's, that's an excellent yeah. question. I think we have always... We've always shared a lot of commonalities, of course. One of the things that Mariah and I, neither one, spend any time doing is judging other people. We just don't. And we were with the LGBT community several years ago, and they noticed that energy about us too. And that's what they responded to. And we were happy to report that they accepted us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so we had that non judgmental thing affirmed by by a community that quite frankly a lot of people still judge mm-hmm. you know, we don't we don't believe that there there's no room for that in life and uh, so you know that's that's one of the things that ha- that has been affirming to us is that so many other people share that value of non-judgment you know life is just too short for that and and we have always been that way in fact we had a woman, Several years ago, when we were first involved with the LGBT community, we were talking about the the simple, it became a political issue at some point, and I won't get into that, but the issue of same-gender marriage. You know, and, and it never occurred to us that, of course, people who love each other should be able to get married. Of course they should. But we had someone ask us, now, wait a minute, do you mean all couples? you know, italicized, underlined all couples. (laughs) And seriously, it never occurred to me, of course, if two men love each other like that, they want to be married. First of all, (laughs) why is it my business? Number one. Number two, who is to stop them? And here we have two people who are demonstrating in public their love for each other. We should be be promoting this. So, you know, as I say, that's just a small example, but we have always shared that value that you don't judge other people. It's, you know, life is just too short for that.
2: Yeah, I think it's interesting that you say that, Leticia, because I hadn't considered that before. I know that when when people come into a relationship, I would like to see, and this is something that we do speak about in Journey While You're More Than Enough, is core values, Mm-hmm. And once we know about core values, because we were really surprised, I know that you're familiar with core values, but it is surprising how many people are not aware of their own core values. They might think of the company they work for having values in a mission statement and that, and people don't realize that you cannot live into your core values until you know your core values.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So this is something we talk about because we want to make sure that people know what their own values are and that they can set personal boundaries around that so that they keep themselves safe and they can promote their own self-care by living their own values and being true to themselves. So first we, we invite people to go ahead and learn what their values are, understand that. And sometimes that takes some journaling, some gratitude journaling to know where you stand on your values. Now, Byron and I have been very fortunate because our values align. And over the years, of course, over 22 years, we've probably changed a few values as we've gone on as it's been needed because society changes. Mm-hmm. And then you have to kind of reevaluate and say, no, I, I don't want to have that in my life, but I do want honesty and integrity and transparency. I want to make sure that I'm a good person who lifts other people up and is supportive of a community that I believe in. And then I live that. I live those values and I put boundaries in place to keep myself safe so I can keep others lifted up as well.
0: That, that, that's powerful. Yeah, I, I do think, and, and and where the question came from is, I feel like me and my husband also, the, if the core values are not there, I think that's where a lot of couples get in trouble. Because when you go back to basics, not to call my own title, like, yeah, when go. <laughs> everything goes back to basics, like, and you take all the layers, if you at that level are different, like, let's say if one person is ethical, the other one is not, how do you reconcile that? Core value being different, right? And so when, but the, when those align, then I feel that each person has a different pace. Let's say of where they are in their own inner journey, inner development, what they want to do. Some, you know, some people kind of they say I want to write a book, but they feel like the time is later to write it, not now, and that's fine because you have to go at your own pace others feel yeah I want to do it I want to do it now because I want the message out so I always say that the pace that in which we can journey well we everybody can journey well but at different pace and and especially in the couple I find that sometimes that pace is different and that also can cause friction or problems because I find that, and and thank God I'm not in this situation because my, my husband supports sometimes my crazy ideas. But, you know, I've seen people that have great ideas, but they take that other person supporting them. Not not bullying them into, are you crazy? That's never going to work. That's not a good idea. You know, so I wonder how how I always say, how can you help a situation like that? When you see people that are aligning the core value, but maybe are not being the best person for each other to really develop their their inner needs in the way they, they need to express it. I don't know if if you follow me there.
1: Yeah, well, speaking of back to basics, and I'll put your title in there for you. Thanks. <laughs> uh, several, several years ago, was a fellow named Robert Fulgham, and he wrote a book called "Everything You Need to Know You Learned in Kindergarten," hmm. and he had a list. It was a it was a beautiful little book, and it really was. And but the the main premise of the book was that this is not complicated; these are simple things, and you know it starts with courtesy. It starts with just being aware of things and so forth. That's kind of what we focus on in uh, Journey Well, You Are More Than Enough. And I'll, I also, I should reiterate too that, uh, and thanks for mentioning this at the beginning of the show. Uh, it's a, a book, paperback, hardcover, and an ebook. And there is a gratitude journal that is coming very soon. But uh, there's also a guidebook that goes along like a workbook that goes along with it. And the gratitude journal will be available very soon. But really our core message is very simple. It's just to help other people find their dignity and claim that dignity and realize in, in our, our subtitle, if you will, okay, you know, because people talk about all the time about how, oh yeah, you're okay, you're doing fine, you're okay, you're enough. But we took it a step beyond that. You know, you're not enough, you're more than enough. And the reason we chose more is because you can't define more. It's like soon or someday. You can't define it, and so uh, and one of the one of the quotes that we love is the only limits we have are the ones we put on ourselves. Mm. And so there is a there's a fair amount of focus on mindset in the in the book as well, because people do need to know that they they are more than enough, and their thoughts can create a better world for themselves.
2: Yeah. And when you look at couples. You're right, Letitia, where you have, and it's not always basic. So you do kind of have to go back to the basics and think about what, as I said, the core values are, what your own core values are. But when you're in a relationship like with you and your husband and you come up with these crazy ideas, as you say, I like to think of them as just inspired ideas that Mm -hmm. you have that are out there waiting to happen. It's when we realize that we have a responsibility to ourselves, unless we have children or some uh, older person that we're responsible for and two, But when you have a responsibility to yourself and your ideas, you can build on those yourself. If the other person wants to tamp that down, then you have to decide. And that's a decision. You have to make a choice in any relationship. Is this something that I really want to go after? Or is this something that will wait till later, as you said? Mm -hmm. And when you have a relationship like that, as when you are supportive of yourself, oftentimes the person that you're in that relationship realizes and understands this is feeding your soul just like your podcast, all of a sudden you came up with that idea. It might've been sitting there in the background for a long time, but when it was time and you felt it, you knew inside, you felt that energy and you projected it out. And in that way, your partner or husband lifted you up and said, yeah, go for it.
1: Mm -hmm. The
2: world needs you. Absolutely. And and then magic happens because
0: then, and I say, that's why uh, it's part of the, personal journey and i love it that 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 you highlight that that it's is it's your own process and i think it's freeing when you are in a relationship for anybody out there because i do have people i know that say my husband doesn't want me to do this and i say but you can and if you do and he loves you he's going to eventually support you he's going to see you're really uh, serious about it but if you discard the idea and you put it on the side then also the message you're sending to him and to others is that it's not that important to you. And so and so then you yourself are kind of self-sabotaging an inspire idea and not not letting it come to life. And but if you do, then it's freeing and then you then everybody can really be who they are in their own skin. And then you are in a relationship but it's not, you know, that concept of if he he or she is not in agreement, then I'm not gonna do it. It's not like buying a house, you know. You need agreement for certain things, but for other things, you can just
2: run your show. Yeah, and I think that's where our some, the title of the book came from.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And uh, you know, and one of the other things that, speaking of that, and peripheral to that, uh, that we emphasize in the book is that we all have a gift. Mm-hmm. We have a unique gift. Everybody has one, and again, we go beyond that. You know, we recognize everyone has a gift, but we're saying you need to share that with us. We all we're all putting this massive, beautiful jigsaw puzzle together, and we need your piece. Mm, I love because you know, people have done a jigsaw puzzle, and if there's one piece missing, what does everybody focus on? They focus on that one missing piece. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you know, you look around the floor, and you can't believe it's not there. So people need to share their unique gift with the world. Yep. and rediscover and rediscover your passion, purpose and love of yourself and life.
0: Mm, yeah. I love that. And that's why I you know I my compliments to you in putting together the workbook. I think I think a lot of people send a message with books and books are great, but until we put pen to paper, that I think that's where the really the real co-creation starts to happen where we make it real when we read our words when you can go back to that workbook or journal 7 years after you wrote it and rediscover yeah. the passion it's such an important part to for the rediscovering the actual practice and 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 this is something that I want to emphasize with people out there listening that they have this want it's not only taking listening to this podcast it takes you going and of hopefully you know, supporting Mariah and Byron and buying their workbook, but any workbook, any piece of paper, even if it's a, you know, a blank page where you write it, then you're really co-creating, you you know, your life. Yeah. Do you journal, Letitia? I do. I actually do. And I've done it since I've since my teenage years. So I can go back to like journals since I was maybe 13 years old. Yes. And and of course, what I journal about has changed. You went more from a teenage diary of things that happened to me to obviously more of a, of a more existential kind of thoughts. It's funny because you start journaling what happens to you. And at some point, that doesn't. That's not important anymore. What happened, but how made you feel? What I felt on a certain mm-hmm. things is what now I write about. Not so much of I went here. I go back to my early years, and it's like I, I did this. I went here, and it was not so much about the ex- experience of what I was living, more of what I was doing. So it is. Yeah. It is interesting to read back, for sure.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it for is. Sure? Yeah.
0: Yes. So is there anything else that you want to share? I know there's so much we could talk about. We owe a conversation on on plant-based eating that uh, Byron and I discussed. Do you want to say and and how that impacted his life? I'm sure your life too, Mariah, because uh, you seem very aligned. Anything that you want to share on that or anything else, anything exciting?
1: Well, that, that could be another whole podcast, of course. Yes, but, we uh, do
0: have to do one on that. Yeah,
1: we we'll do have to do that. But really, this uh, falls under the rubric of uh, self-care, in a way, because, you know, the short version of this is that uh, I had a heart attack almost four years ago now, I guess four years ago. Mm-hmm. And shortly after that, a friend of ours introduced us to some literature, some books, and he has been whole food plant-based for many years. And he introduced us to this concept. And we got to researching this whole food plant-based meal plan, and we were just astonished at the research, the peer-reviewed, sturdy, uh, robust research that's been done around this topic. And we realized that, and, and mostly because of my heart attack and our health initiatives going forward, this is really something we need to look into. And we have, we for the last three years now, um, we eat plants. That's it. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it comes under health care because uh, we're convinced, and I'm not going to get on my soapbox here because <laughs> nobody wants to do that, but we're convinced that the reason we have so many health issues, especially in American culture, the cancers and the heart attacks and the autoimmune diseases Mason. and inflammations and all that, it's the food. Mm-hmm. It's what we're putting on our plates and eating. And Again, I'm not going to get dogmatic about it, but we believe that uh, that it's, uh, in fact, I think a hundred years from now, people will be just astonished at the way we eat and what we feed ourselves. Yeah. So that's all I'm going to say about Self care is important.
0: <laughs> that is interesting. No, I totally yeah. agree with you. And and I think what one of the things that I love the most about the two of you is you you are like always open to for what I hear. Like, well, we read this and this research, and like I feel me and my husband are very similar. Like, even you know, with uh, with every decision we make, it's like we just don't want to take a decision because everybody's doing. We want to understand why. We want to understand what's out there, and are open to changing our viewpoints if what is presented it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very important.
2: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. one of the main themes in Journey While well You're More Than Enough, rediscover your passion, purpose, and love of yourself and life, is that rediscovering yourself so that you can bring yourself back to finding the love for yourself And I want people to know that self-care and self-love is not selfish. It's similar to everybody's heard it when the stewardess or flight attendant says, put your mask on, your oxygen mask on yourself first. There's a reason. Because you cannot give out from an empty cup. You can't serve other people unless you take care of you. And so my big hope with this is that we can help people to understand that there is an abundance out there we have to find it within ourselves too and really love ourselves and find that person within because that amazing person is inside of you and when we can find that we can give it out Mm -hmm. that's so good that's so good
0: I'm so happy that the two of you Uh, join forces with this and that are sending this message because it's really powerful. I think when a couple does it together, it's even so more powerful. Yes, because you represent alignment, you know, and I was just talking to somebody recently. I'm a big diversity and inclusion advocate, as, as, as you know. But uh, to me, it's almost like the the fight. We cannot win the fight if we try to do it alone, like only women or only men. We need to do it together. We need to join forces. And I know, you know, I was so inspired when Byron said we need more women in the cockpit. We need to and to have men like that. That's that's what we need. And you're an example that all these issues that we're facing, we cannot tackle on our own one or the other we need to be inclusive we need to embrace people all sorts of people with all likes i'm with you i you know some of my best friends you know, are people that sometimes don't see eye to eye with the way I live, or but it's just so powerful to say, I love you no matter what. And and we can agree in the basics, you know, in, in supporting each other, loving each other, all this good stuff that we're talking. Yeah. So I know the two of you are very active on LinkedIn. So anybody listening out there, they have LinkedIn lives. I will put your webpage, which is fantastic. I also reviewed it ahead of our interview. I congratulate you for all your time like oh my god they're really doing a lot
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah even though we're older you know that's one thing is that people who are younger and they think oh i'm tired and i don't i need to just sit down and watch tv or whatever no get out there and support Mm -hmm. other things that you are interested in because at any age you can have energy if Mm -hmm. you look for it Ah, i love that and and you're not older
0: you know you're you're so young (laughs) I mean, this is the 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 beauty of it, you know, when you see people that, yeah, you could be still in Colombia on a beach or like doing nothing with your time, but then then this time, imagine all the good you're putting into the world just by doing this, and probably you feel great just by doing it, yeah, and that's why most people, I don't know why it's so hard for people to grasp that concept, but the fact that you are helping us to grasp the concept is really empowering. So I thank you very much for that. Thank you.
1: Yeah. In fact, we have a a chapter on mindset and uh, kind of a neuroscience. One of our best friends is a neuroscience. She calls herself a neuroscience geek. Okay. And she points out a very important point that you, as you referred to it, being altruistic and giving of yourself and giving to other people is kind of a selfish act because it makes us feel so much better. (laughs) You know, so we need an outbreak of all this. Mm-hmm. We need this to be, you know, to, for people to understand that and really assimilate that into their thinking.
0: Mm. You know, that's, a, that's what I love. It's very, very inter- thought provoking ideas <laughs> that, that keeps you young. Well, that's good. I know I asked, I've asked Byron this, but anything you want to share that makes you tick, Mariah?
2: Oh, you know, people like you yeah. who give me energy, who show up for each other. Because you show up for so many people with your podcast and in your life. And you bring such joy to the world. And I think that is key in how we relate to each other and how we build community. And so I really am grateful for you, Leticia. Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you so much. But I,
0: I have to give give it to you and also to Biscatalyst community. Let's give them a shout out because they, since the day I found them and I found you both through there too. And so many incredible people that you just, it's so easy to connect and give you this feeling that, oh, I'm not alone in the world. Like these are people that we had never met in person, but I feel you're my friends and I know where to find you if I need you. And I know that you would support and I like to think the same. And so many others that we all know in common through that community that you feel that you know known forever, just because, right, just because we align so well into what we, we are trying to do and, and, and what makes us tick. So, yeah, I thank you exactly. for that. And I know that people after this episode are going to check Journey Well, and I'm not going to say the whole title, but the Journey Well program. And 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 I definitely encourage you to look it out and, and, and all the sessions uh, and the blogs, because both of you are very powerful writers <laughs> and uh I know because I've read I read all your blogs and, and and so I think I'm grateful for you too. And as I said before, you have an open microphone at Back to Basics as my recurring guests anytime. Thank you so
1: much. Yeah, makes thank a you, Natisha. We really appreciate you.
0: Likewise. Yes, and of course, journey well. That's right. Likewise, my friends, likewise. Thank you so much. And thank you all for tuning in and until the next episode of Back to Basics. Bye bye.